on this episode, I welcome good buddy and jiu-jitsu specialist Scott Egley, and we're giving our predictions on this weekend's big fight, UFC 239. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Spark. And welcome to the Spark. I am your host, Troy Schaefer. I am here with good buddy. Scott, what's happening? Scott, jiu-jitsu specialist. Jiu-Jitsu Scott, we're gonna talk some fights. We're gonna break down UFC 239, T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas. I think the the 4th of July weekend and the Super Bowl weekend are the two biggest cards in UFC. I would have annually. Yeah, yeah, I think Dana purposely makes these two things huge. People are sitting at home already. Long weekends. People are drinking, having a good time. So he tries to really go out with a bang on these, compete with these huge events that are already happening. Yeah, I feel like last year I remember my uncle had a huge 4th of July party, but I remember saying, I'm not going unless we're watching the Stipe Cormier fight. Yep. And yep. Pettis was on that card and all that stuff. Yep. And it was a great card. You got to see Stipe's ears get bouncing a little bit. Oh, Looked man. like Dumbo falling. That's that's crazy because Ngannou couldn't do that to Stipe, but DC, the old man did, which is crazy talk. Ngannou just coming off a phenomenal win too. Yeah, he he made it look easy against uh, Junior. Yes, yes, starched him, knocked his head into orbit. But Overeem's up there I, with I, him too. I'd see, yeah, he made it look he made it look pretty simple. But speaking of two thirty nine. We got John Jones, Tiago Santos. What are you thinking? Oh, I th- I'm interested in this fight because I want to see how Jones crushes Tiago Santos. So it's without a doubt, no I, problem. I, I don't Jones think, is gonna walk through this guy. I don't think that Tiago Santos has anything more than a puncher's chance here. He He's a great fighter. He's got some good wins. I He's just too one-dimensional for John Jones. John Jones has the reach to beat him. And- Athleticism. John Jones' skills are strongest wherever Tiago Santos's skills are weakest. I, I don't see there being a bigger, or any type of upset here. I, I, Vegas would agree. I mean, Vegas has Jones as a gigantic favorite. So you got an extra hundred bucks. Are you throwing it on Santos, or is there's no way I'm parting with my hundred bucks because no Vegas way. is telling me I'm gonna get paid no big way. time. I'll, I'll take my fifty cents if I put that hundred bucks on John Jones. So the thing with Jones, man, I mean, just his legacy a bit's been tarnished or whatnot with all the self-inflicted BS the guy put himself that he does. He's, he does stupid stuff. He's loves not, him some cocaine. Yeah, man. He lo- he 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 racks whatever all the time. And do the guy, whatever he does is in his personal life. It I feel it took away from his. He's the greatest. He's built the greatest. He's got the natural ability. He's got the taught ability to beat anybody. And I agree with you 100% with I, this Santos fight. I, I, I just think, think that John Jones is the greatest fighter that we've seen in our generation and definitely the greatest MMA fighter of all time. He, he tarn- I don't want to say he tarnished his legacy, but I don't think anyone has a true argument that he is not the greatest of all time. 
I, I'd agree with that. I mean, Mighty Mouse oh, has the wins. Mighty Mouse has been in some wars, good fights. Champ, he looks great in 1FC right now. But John Jones destroys people. John Jones is Thanos. One of the most horrifying things I saw was when the Leota Machida hype train was going on, and he strangled him, put him out on his feet, and dropped him. Yep. I looked. I watched that. I'm going. This dude is terrifying. He he's a monster. He's unorthodox. You never know what strike he's going to throw, and any strike he throws can put you unconscious, open up a huge gash on you. It's it's scary. But he's, the guy can wrestle. Yeah. He can, he can, he's got submissions. He, he's so well-rounded. You said he's the greatest MMA fighter of all time. Yes. One of these arguments I was just talking with, or conversations, whatever, was these dudes in MMA right now, the sport has grown so much. Would you, is it safe to say that in hand-to-hand -hand combat, these guys John Jones in specific, is the best the planet has ever seen. Weapons not available, hand-to-hand, -hand, ever, in the history. They know so much. There's a wealth of knowledge here. And if you look back 10 years at a Liddell or something like that, these guys, it's child's play. Would you say that these guys are the best ever? ever. Yeah, I, I don't think that you could make an argument for anyone else. It, if you're going no rules, the, these guys would destroy everybody. There's no one that I wouldn't feel confident putting John Jones Anybody, across Spartans, from. Vikings. Any, they're, they're fighting with whatever. their hands. I mean, maybe yeah, hand to hand. Now if forget the, if the guys have some swords, maybe John gets his arm lopped off. Right. I don't. I don't see anybody beating him. I, I just don't. I. I think he would roll through Brock Lesnar. Like. So you think he should go to heavyweight? Oh, I yeah. Th that's where that's the only compelling right fights are right now. I would agree with you. Um, you got a year in Congress. Johnny Walker is talking, running his mouth a little bit. He's a fun fighter, fun to watch. He's got, he's got a positive, infectious attitude. But his arm's dislocated from yeah. doing the worm, remember? He, <laughs> he's just not the <laughs> smartest guy, but there you go. Neither is John. Maybe you don't have, I, right. Maybe, maybe you need that little bit of You uh, need some crazy. Out of pocket. I, I, I like watching him. I, who would you say that there would be anyone in the, like MMA history in their prime that John Jones would not come into the fight as a betting favorite? I think he'd beat Anderson. I think he'd beat George. I think he'd beat any heavy, I, I, mean, I nah, don't, anybody. any heavyweights tough. I, I don't think that the only person that I would consider even in the realm would be Fedor in his prime. See, but, but I think John Jones would run through Fedor. I feel like the sports evolved so much that the guys nowadays, yes. even you know undercard guys, would be would be piecing up dudes like Chuck yep. and Randy back in the yep. day at their prime. It's evolved to a to a point now where it's it's a human chess match. Yes, and you know you're gonna get a guy going. The only way I'm gonna beat this dude is yeah. gonna go reckless, and I might catch him, and yep. that's my shot. I you mean, take you your would shot. see like Damian Maya. Damian Maya's playing a chess game. But yeah. he's playing with one piece. John Jones has a full chess set available to him. Yeah, that. Yeah. And I mean, Hickson Gracie, when he was fighting, was destroying people. But 
he's relatively one-dimensional. Yeah. He would strike to look for a takedown to strangle you. Right. Same thing with Hoist. They're phenomenal fighters, but nobody has been able to combine the athleticism, just the natural talent, and to be able to absorb coaching like John Jones and put it all together and decimate people God, the way he Can you he imagine has. how good he would be if he wasn't suspended for all those years? It, I mean, he was still training that whole time. There would just be more people with scars on their face. He, so the, the move is, if he runs through Tiago, which both you and I are agreeing with, yeah. the move's got to be to heavyweight. He's got to go up to heavyweight. And who do you want to see, DC, Stipe, or Ngannou? I, I say he's got to fight the winner of the DC, the DC Stipe fight. It, it's the only like compelling fight out there, and he's never going to not fight for a championship. That's true. Yeah, I mean, he's, so, he's at that level. Yeah. Connor pulls that stuff all the time. Exactly. He's at and, that level. And he's phenomenally better than Connor. Right. I feel like it'd be a mad payday for UFC to not put him against the championship he, uh, material. He, and then what that does is if you set him up for a championship fight and he wins, there's more great marketable fights for him. Oh, yeah. There's the Nganu fight. If there's Stipe. If it's close, you can do a rematch. Or if he loses, there's then the loser of the Stipe DC fight. Nganu's still out there, too. There's compelling fights, win or lose for him, at heavyweight. And I don't see anybody in the near future coming up at light heavyweight for him. I would agree 100%. Heavyweight's the move. I don't want to see DC Jones 3. I don't I mean, the guy out-wrestled a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, There's nothing more to be proven here. He's done work. I'd love to see Stipe. I'd love to see Ngannou. Hell, it'll never happen, but I'd love to see that Brock Lesnar match they were talking all that yang about. The best fights, or at least from a standpoint of a fan, has been the Gustafson fight, mm-hmm. right? It, I mean, that's one of the best fights ever. And I feel John took that fight way too light. I did. I agree with you. And 100%. he got he got clipped a little bit. He's dealing with a guy with range yep. that he normally doesn't fight. And I thought he came in a little ill prepared, a little overconfident. And uh, the thing went five, and he barely squeaked by. And if that's the, a that's a you know a judge's call. His toe was actually broken in that fight oh man hanging out of the skin yeah. and if the ref would have saw it would have stopped the fight and john jones would not have been champion yeah, he's a tough dude and he's phenomenal and all the fights we remember from john jones has been when he's been put into danger Whoa. remember that Shogun? He al- yeah he almost had his arm snapped off you remember that yeah. fight and that was his title fight that, that's what he that, won was the that title. B- was that vitor i thought vitor had him in the arm bar that almost oh, snapped his arm. I think it was Vitor. Was it Vitor? I thought it was his championship fight against Shogun. And Shogun had him dead to rights. And he can't. I could be wrong. I got to review the tape. It's been a long 10 no, years, no, or I, however long it's been. I, I think I'm almost positive um, it, it wasn't. I Vitor had him in the arm bar, dead okay. to rights, locked up. Jones yelled. And Vitor loosened it up, thinking he broke John Jones' arm. And John Jones gets out of it and proceeds to beat the snot out of him and then win. Wow. He, he picks him up. It's one of the, it's, 
the heart, when you pull out of that arm bar, all you do is, Just thrash and is you and put the fulcrum even deeper onto your elbow. You make it easier for that arm to break. And that's exactly what John Jones did. Yeesh. And, and he's got that, them longer bones and too. So those two fights, I don't want to say early in his career, but I don't see people putting him in danger at this point where he is now. What, two and a half years, roughly late after that first Gustafson fight? Yeah, about, it's been a while. About three since that. Um, I, I just blanked on the name. I just said it 12 times. Vitor? Vitor fight. The, those positions, he's just not putting himself in anymore. Yeah, he's learned. He's, he is now a veteran in the sport, not just the youngest champion that the UFC's ever had. Yeah, man, that guy, he's unbelievable. At, at this point, well, you and I both agree, Tiago and I, Jones I, I, I is going to be a runaway. Tiago Santos is... Does it, does it finish? Yeah, yeah. What I, round and how? Second round TKO. I bet you John Jones finishes him on the ground the with, with elbows. He, I, he doesn't want to get clipped. If Tiago Santos touches you, you could go unconscious. So he'll keep his range. And we haven't seen John Jones chin tested in a long time. He can take a punch, he, though, he, man. He... he he used say, to be able to take a punch. We yeah, don't know if he still yeah, is. Yeah, recent, I mean, yeah. what? I think he's 34, early 30s. Early 30s. So, yeah. he, I mean, he's still right there in his physical prime. I mean, I, I don't think he's lost anything. I actually think that being out of the sport, yeah. at least out of the competition portion, might have a positive effect, kind of like an AP thing where you're not getting your, yeah, you're not getting your reps head kicked in anymore. In. People aren't. Hard, like sparring super difficult really hard as much as they used to. Yeah, I can so see that paying I, off. I, I think John Jones is going to be the champion for as long as he wants to be the champion. I'd agree with that. I, I, so you I got don't Jones, see any, second and, round yeah, TKO? He's not. Yeah, John Jones, second round TKO. And I'll put that, this, if he fights Ngannou in the future, first round TKO there. <laughs> I... Tiago Santos isn't living on a prayer. That's what he's got right now. Fair enough. The, that's not the only title fight on the card. We've got the Lioness Amanda Nunez versus Preacher's daughter, Holly Holm. What do you think about that one? I mean, Holly's got phenomenal hands. I, I just do not see her being able to pressure and put a power punch together to knock Nunes out. The Lioness, she, that's exactly what she is. She's a monster. She's going to constantly come at you and come at you and come at you. And she's not going to give Holly Holmes the room, the space that she needs to set up that power. She's a smaller version, Nunez, of Cyborg. She's going to follow that same game plan. Wrestle, push Holly up against the fence. See, I feel like... C Cyborg lost that fight with Nunez. She got clipped or kicked or something like that mm -hmm. early yep. and just went, saw red and charged forward and opened herself up and got real sloppy. Whereas if you were to look at this main card, I'm taking home on an upset. If there was an upset on this card, I'm going Holly. I'm staying here's away why. from it. I feel like if it goes to the ground, Nunez is going to win this thing. Yep. But... If it stays standing, I feel Holly can put together enough 
and game plan and circle enough with the footwork she's got to be able to just piece her up and it may go to a decision, but I just, I don't know if she'll let herself get into a situation where Amanda Nunez can just slug her into submission. I feel her stand-up is that advanced. I mean, she's what, like a 19-time yeah, kickboxing world champion? Boxing and kickboxing, Holly Holmes is just light years ahead of Amanda Nunez. I mean, everyone, so it's kind of compelling because you've got the legend killer in Nunez who took out Rousey yep. and... Cyborg, but Holm was the first to do Rousey in. Mm -hmm. Can she? It's a, it's a hell of a storyline here because if she beats Nunez, where does that put her in the female uh, UFC fighter echelon, Hall of Fame? You know, where does she rank? I mean, I, I she, feel like she's got no. Look, here's these are these are the two fights that are really compelling to me. The tape fight where it went all the way to the ending and she got choked out. You remember yep. that? But you got the Nunez fight when um, Alpha Cat Zingano yep. beat her. So the that was a ha that was a crazy fight. It can happen, and if I think Holm, if she keeps this thing this thing standing, she may not knock her out. She may 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 just kind yep. of uh, light her up a little bit for a decision. But if there was one fight on this five card main event, I'm taking Holm for an upset, as, especially as a major at, upset. I. At, at that, I, I, she's got the skills to do it. I, I just think that Nunez is going to smother her. I don't think she's going to give her that room because she's smart enough to know yeah. not to. Holly Holmes, though, comes from a killer camp. She's got great training partners. She oh, trains yeah. John with, Jones. Yeah, man. she trains with John Jones. Winkle she's out John. there with the karate hottie. She's who just picked up a fight. I yep. heard verbal against Joanna Janjacek, yep. which should be awesome. Which is going to be a barn burner. Oh man, that's going to be a phenomenal fight. Oh yeah. I. So if there's any team, any fighter that's going to be able to game plan for the Lioness, I think it will be Holly Holmes and Winkle Johns out there in Albuquerque. I just the pressure that Amanda Nunez brings is, I think unlike anyone that's in that division right now. Yeah. The, I think it's anyone in female MMA right now. I don't think that Holly Holmes is going to... Do you think she'll be able to keep the range? No, If she I can do, do that, I mean, you just said she gets smothered, but Holly's got the range. If she can work her jab early and circle, she sh if she can frustrate her for yes. the first three minutes of the fight, they feel each other out, Amanda comes forward. If she can work her jab and circle and keep that distance for just that short period of time, it's gonna make Amanda second guess things, I think. And I, and I think that's where the home will be able to start coming. In the striking department, what's gonna win this fight for Holly Holm is her movement. Yeah, and that's she what needs, she's got going She for. needs to move laterally. Yeah, she oh, yeah, cannot absolutely move forward or backwards because what that's going to do is it's going to leave her face right there for Nunez or get her pushed up against the cage or taken down. Tore up. Yeah. She needs to move side to side. She needs to cut the octagon off. She's proven to be able to do that. Yeah, and she, as a boxer, she has that ability. Right. She, what she cannot do is then start to chase yeah. Nunez. And usually, if she tags her, do not just follow her straight. Right. She needs to do that exact same thing, but offensively, cut the octagon off. Throw some low kicks into the calf or into the chest. Right. So you stop just the movement 
of Nunez. You can't, if she sits back and if she's passive, yeah. she's going to get pushed backwards. I think she's going to get pushed up on the fence yeah. and taken down. She needs to move laterally and that'll open up her big power strikes. That's right. where the room is going to come. Yeah. Not forward, not straight forward and not straight backwards. I'd agree with that 100%. I mean, like I say, if, there, if, there, if there's an upset on this card, I think that's the one. Um, Nunez is riding a hot streak. Like, I mean, she's taking the who's who out. Yeah. She is it. She is the women's division here in home. Is, I, I agree you know, with that. She, once that. she made Cyborg, dude. That knockout she had, just face planted. That was, was insane. Probably one of the most dominant women's MMA performances of modern women's MMA. I feel though it was a product of Cyborg getting sloppy. She got. Yes. I think it was. I think it was like a, a like a like a like a kick to the in, inner uh, yep. thigh or knee or something like that. And she just charged, I and it was. It, she just got owned. Everybody for a very long time that's fought Cyborg has been afraid of Cyborg. Yeah. Amanda Nunez was like, I'm going to make her afraid of me. And she, and she did that in the first minute of that fight. The way she just fell to her, it was and crazy looking. nobody has ever done that to Cyborg before. Ever. And it surprised her. That's actually a fight I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch for. Cyborg now knows what she's in for, knows that Amanda is not going to come in and be intimidated by her at all. Yeah, she already beat her badly once. Beat her and beat her badly. Yeah. So, I, it, it's a good fight. I think, again, if I'm putting that money down, Amanda, or Holly Holmes wouldn't be a bad spot to put some upset money. Yeah, I mean, you got it, it, it minus 380 for Nunez, plus 315 for Holmes. How, how do you see that fight playing out? What, how Pick I a think, winner. I'm taking Holly home and how I think it's going to happen. Like I was just saying, she's going she's gonna to try and keep her range, work her angles, and just work her jab, work her uh, movement, circle out, mm -hmm. over and over and over and over again. And uh, I don't think this one goes to a finish. I think it's going to be a decision. Yeah. And I think if Holm can, can work that length and work – you know, her boxing yes. uh, intelligence uh, maneuvers there, she's going to be, she's going to walk away. With, but then again, dude, you got to beat the champ. Holly you wins beat the champ. this fight by decision, by points alone. I don't think she has the ability to finish Amanda. But I, Nunez does have the ability to finish Exactly. Home. If this fight goes to a decision, it, I think she's got a shot, but she needs to survive. I think it's going to end on the ground, TKO, second round, go, by elbows. The ground, it's over. It's yes. Over. Yep. Well, the third fight, which I was really interested in. My ben favorite Askren fight on the card. First Masvidal. Yep. Hunky and three-piece in a soda. Yeah, man. This Do you think he throws phenomenal. that three-piece on Ben? What's going to happen here? I don't know. Ben looked, for the first time in his MMA career, very vulnerable in his last fight against Robbie Lawler. But Ben's his comeback was insane. Yeah. I mean, he looked out. He looked done. Yep. And he came back and won that thing. And people say it's questionable, whatever. It is questionable. It is, sure. But the thing is, that choke, the bulldog choke, for those of you who have not been in a bulldog choke, it's probably the most miserable choke you can ever be in. <laughs> not only are you getting choked, 
you're carrying an entire other human's weight on your neck. It's so what are these boys at 170? What are they fighting at? Yep. It, this is not only a choke that he hit, it's also a neck crank. And oh, that's man. where the real danger comes in. You might not get choked out, but the crank, that pressure on your neck, it can, I mean, it can ruin your life. You feel neck cranks for weeks. Connor was on the neck crank with uh, yes. Diaz, wasn't it? it? It's a miserable, miserable position. So I'm not upset about that stoppage between Askren and Robbie Lawler. I think it was a good stop, bad choke. But this is a really, really interesting fight. My, I'm really, really excited about this fight because I don't know what's going to happen. Mesvidal is in his entire career. He's he's up and down. He's up and down. He's hasn't really put together a great stretch of fights. No, he I just lost to Wonder Boy right before, and he and he, he knocked out a, Darren Till, which. Yeah. Nobody, nobody predicted that he was going to knock out Darren Till. I think Darren Till's a one-trick pony, and that's yes. me just taking the odd man stance. Everyone wanted to crown that guy. Yep. He didn't show anything. Oh, real. I'm, Darren Till's crowning achievement was beating Cowboy Cerrone. And a lot of guys beat Cowboy, but yes. the thing is Cowboy keeps coming back. And what, the Cowboy's a, a great company dude. He's exciting. He's, he's fun. Beating Cowboy Cerrone shouldn't be the, your crowning achievement and you're the next guy in line. No. That's like, you know, for all those years when guys would beat Clay Guida. I yep. love him. I, and I love, one, and yeah, I love played time crisis with, yep. with him in uh, Minnesota. That was fun. But uh, Just Cowboys, coming off a good win, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Min the, back in the day, Minnesota, yep. that was a Lesnar-Herring fight. Yep. Many John Jones fought on that card. First appearance, UFC yep, appearance, first right? UFC appearance. The uh, Cowboys, Cow Cowboys, awesome. He's he Love can mix it up. He he's tough as hell. But the guy beating him shouldn't put you into a no. situation where you're talking championship this and that. No. And Darren Till to me hasn't shown anything more than a one trick pony. He can bang. He can yep. punch. And he's got yep. range. And he's all this and that. Masvidal took care of all that. So I think that one card, the fight in the ring and the one backstage for Masvidal that night are we'll the only on. reason why we're talking about him in a middle-of-the-pack main card event. It's a phenomenal fight. I'm super excited for it. But I, I think 20% less people would know his name if he didn't sock Leon Edwards backstage. And then they after, get all that coverage yes. in the new ESPN deal. Again, fun to watch. I mean, you know what you're going to get out of him. But here's the thing. Ben Askren is possibly one of the best wrestlers we've seen in modern times. Yep. He couldn't even fend off Maya when Maya was shooting singles on her. Yep, exactly. So... I really think Mesvidal is going to struggle here. Ben Askren is not going to sit and box with you. No, we it's, know his game. He went 18 of his first 19 professional fights getting punched he, like 50 times. Yeah, he's going to shoot. Totally. That's it. He's going to try to take you down yeah. and smother you. He. That's how I see this one playing yes. out. I, I think it's going to be a smother fest. I think Astrid's going to come out. He might not be the most exciting or prettiest fighter. You know, you're not going to see a bunch of highlights yep. and this and that. 
but the guy knows what he's doing. He's top-notch, and I think he's just going to go ahead, come in, overwhelm, shoot, yep. take it on, and he's going to smother you, I, and he's going to finish you the, on the ground. The personality that he has, I think, or he Ben Askren has, he's cultivated since high school. Oh, yeah. He's been the same kid wrestling in local tournaments here around Brookfield, which is where he came up. Yeah, funky. Um, all through college, he uses this pretty boy persona, this smart guy to get Jim. people off their game, to get people to be overly aggressive, make a mistake, and get taken down. Yeah. He's Again, he's not looking to box here. I do see a finish in the fight, in this fight, but... He's goaded Mesvidal into being pissed off. Yeah. And so do you think Mesvidal's going to go wild? I do. Start swinging I, wild? I, what I think is going to happen here, I think Askren is going to push this fight into the third round where at this point it's going to be Mesvidal's just been fending off takedowns for 12 minutes, going to be exhausted. Yeah. He's going to get taken down. He's going to give up his back, and I think Ben's going to choke him out. I, you know what, man? That's the way I would have script the whole thing, too. What I, round you got? Third. I think third, it's going to yeah. be so middle, middle late in the third round. Askren's got enough chin on him mm -hmm. to hold off the big shots that Mesvidal's going to land, and he will land a couple, Yeah. but Askren's going to be too much. It's going to get pushed up against the fence. He's going to get single-leg or double-legged into oblivion for 15 minutes until, again, he gets tired, gives up his back, and I think Askren wins by submission, rear naked choke, in the third round. I'm, I'm all on board. So if you were to look at this entire card, what do you got fight of the night? Oh, man. I, I think that there are two possibilities here. I really do think John Jones or Tiago Santos could end up in fight of the night if Tiago can stay on his feet long enough. I couldn't imagine if Tiago imagined that. Wow. But the one that I'm really excited that we haven't talked about is Diego Sanchez and Mike Mike Chizia. Chiesa, man, dude, that'll be a banger. So that, to me, is the on paper going to be the fight of the night. I'd agree. Michael has got a good wrestling background. He's sitting at a weight now where he's not killing himself with the cut. But the guy's crafty, man, yeah. on the ground. He's got submissions. I mean, I he got clowned by Pettis, by Anthony, got taken. It just looked really, really bad. But here, I think Diego Sanchez wrestling and his wrestling are going to cancel each other out. Diego's a maniac. M -m 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 maniac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows what kind of level this guy's going to be on, spiritually, mentally. I, He's I, on a whole new planet. I don't know if the nightmare, the dream, the prophecy, whatever it is, I don't know. But I think this fight is going to be the bloodiest fight of the night, and I think it's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be fight of the night. They're going to be on their feet, I believe, and they're just going to be trying to take each other's heads off. Man, I'd agree I, with that. One, what? That's a, that kicks off the main card, yes. there, Diego Chiesa. I, I see that. I don't see anybody finishing the other. I see that fight going to the decision, but easily the best fight of the night. They're going to stand in front of each other and try to knock each other's teeth out. I'm going to take Chiesa by submission. It's going to it's going to be a, it's going to be a mm -hmm. banger, and then he's going to get an opportunity. He's going to be able to take him down. 
and it'll probably be some sort of rear naked oh, choke, I, something like this. I'm going to go Diego Sanchez. Nice. I, I think it's, he's just a monster. He's part of my favorite UFC fight ever, BJ Penn, Diego Sanchez. Wow. Even the, even the Melendez yep. fight and the Gita that's, fight he was in? That's by far my favorite fight ever, so I'm going to have to pull for my boy Diego. It, again, I, I'm excited about that Ben Asker and Jorge Mesvidal, but I'm excited because of the talk that's gone in. Pure fight-wise, by the two guys that are going to be standing in there locked inside that cage, Diego Sanchez and Mike, I, I, think, I think that's going to be a really fun fight. And if I was going to bet on fight of the night, it would be that one. They're both, again, phenomenal wrestlers. That should be a good time. I, I, I'm really excited about that fight. I think, I think this whole card's going to be insane. Don't miss it. It's going to be Saturday, UFC 239, T-Mobile Arena, Vegas, and even the undercard. you got Melendez, Gilbert Melendez on this card. you got Claudia Gadelia and Ronda Marcos on the undercard. Phenomenal. There, this one, you guys shouldn't miss it, man. It's going to be a good one, and uh, I think... Uh, I think I'm ready to see who who. Uh, yeah, it, who it's going right to be a great fight. I, I, I'm really excited about this. Find a way to watch it, guys. Go buy some boneless wings at B Dubs. Do whatever you do on ESPN. Subscribe Plus. to ESPN Plus. Don't go online and find it somewhere for free, but find a way to watch this. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, hey, Scott, dude, thanks. Cheers. Yeah, buddy, we're going to do this awesome. again. Heck yeah. Hey, you guys, you've been listening to the Spark. Thank you to the sponsor, Milwaukee Shirt Guys, and check it out. Have a happy, healthy 4th of July, and uh, win the day. Take it easy.